Hi, this is the Social Jello with Angelo show. My name's Angelo. I'm a social scientist, surfer, martial artist, and a whole lot of other things. Coming to you live from Kasai City, Japan, the Social Jello with Angelo show. What's up? And thank you for checking out Social Jello with Angelo. The show has been growing, and you can check us out at the website at www.socialjello.com, at podcastsapple.com. You can download it for free, www.listennotes, and the list goes on and on. Uh, TuneIn.com is one of my favorites. I like these websites because they're apps that you can easily listen to it from your smartphone with bluetooth or headphones and i'm also on google podcasts essentially if you want to listen to social jello with angelo and you don't want to go through youtube feel free to just google it and there's a bunch of different apps that you can listen to it right from your smartphone and you don't even have to download it if you really want to help out the show jump on itunes subscribe and write a little review that would be awesome or even simpler jump on youtube and hit subscribe that helps me a whole bunch Today, I interview Sifu Renato, and I might be saying that wrong, so I apologize to, to Sifu ahead of time. <laughs> uh, if I did pronounce that wrong, it's R-E-N-A-T-O, so I'm guessing it's Renato. Usually when I butcher a name, it comes out later in the podcast. So if I did, terribly sorry about that And in our intro. It's going to be a good one. I hope you enjoy it. And again, this is part of the Kaju Campo series. Let's get started with the show. So I'm here with uh, Kembo instructor, uh, Sifu Renato, coming over, hailing over from France, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little more information about how I found uh, Sifu Renato. He's, uh, he, do, he has this YouTube, is this your YouTube channel? Is hybrid karate your YouTube channel or is that just? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a new project, you know, it's, it was just the first, uh, video I have done things in the past, but mainly a demonstration or videos of Kaju Campbell or whatever. So this time I'm just trying to make something a little different. Uh, so trying to make some, uh, history interviews uh, technique i will talk about kaju kembo but also about the history of uh, of karate behind it and uh okinawan roots etc etc so it's it's kind of a fun thing to do so cool well like like it. i said I, I came across your your video the malasi giri was french yeah. and you talk a little yeah. about history of martial arts and if you for my listeners and viewers do check it out congratulations it's already got over 500 views that's good i know, you know thanks for those people that get a million views it's not a big deal but as a small no, but that's a great milestone for me just a cool thing to start and yeah <laughs> so i always have everyone on here to share like their first uh interviews with me is their martial arts journey maybe one day we'll get together again and drink a beer and talk about yeah shop and sure. stuff but um Today, it's all about your story, brother. So how did you get into martial arts? Well, I started in, in karate and, and judo at the age of seven uh, in Portugal. I, I'm, I'm from Portugal. And um, like everyone else, uh, I started with the, the easiest one, the, 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 the martial art that I had uh, available at the time. So I really liked stri striking in karate. Not so much of a fun at the time of, of judo, but I, I liked it also. Uh, 
but uh, I was more into striking uh, methods. So karate was filling my needs uh, back then, at seven years old. And I really liked it. I was very active. So I stayed in karate for 10, 12 years, um, really serious karate working. Uh, and uh, last two years, I was uh, I was working karate and kempo and discovering kaju kempo at the same time. So uh, uh, basically, uh, I started kaju kempo around the early two thousands, uh, um, and uh, I was training kempo also. So I I trained coach Koshoryu kempo. I trained uh, um, a little just to see how it worked kempo karate. Uh, but uh, I really liked Kaju Kimbo, and uh, so I stayed and I, I tried to to be connected with the, the most uh, plausible sources for me, and uh, it was like that that worked. And then in 2008, I had the chance to be under Angel Garcia Soldado, Grandmaster, and uh, well, that's uh, that's that's basically the story. I I started really really. Uh, um, I started to, to work a lot in terms of, of time in tatami, in, in Kaju Kimbo. Uh, and, um, well, I just uh, started to open the school in Lisbon back then, uh, and then another school. And then I was, I was seeing uh, also, I, I had many military friends, though I, I, I was working with them also. And uh, I kind of, I kind of, uh, make the 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 Kaju Kembo entrance, uh, if I may say, in Portugal, in terms of uh, organizations and stuff. And uh, I started to open some schools. Uh, in 2012, 13, I think I had already five schools with some of my students. And well, that, that was it. And also, I started to go more and more to see my grandmaster and to work with him and to go to seminars and all. So it was kind of this uh, this. Uh, this um, this uh, story, simple story of, of how I started in Kaju Kimbo and how I started in martial arts. Yeah. Well, well, we're about to complicate things. So, <laughs> one of my first questions: How long did you do judo for? Because you were doing karate and judo at the same time at the age yeah, of six. Yeah, I yeah I worked in judo about two, three years maybe. Yeah, so really uh, regular two times a week training. Yeah um and then i stopped for a while then i came back but well then i just at one time i was just doing karate shotokan karate i was doing a little bit of competing and all i also competed in judo when i was a child i also i, I was i, I did a, a tournament a, like a regional tournament at uh, school but i was more more into striking <laughs> but that's still great right you, you already kind yeah. of started digging into that Kajukembo base where you're kind of going into, you're going yeah. between striking and grappling and then mm. you, you, you favor striking you were doing your Shodan, your Shodokan Karate and you were saying that you did that how long how long did you keep doing that for in Shodokan? Uh, Shotokan uh, about uh, 11 years 11 yeah. years so yeah I'm really bad at math so tell you about 18 no, I started in 91 and then in 2001 2002 I, I just stopped for for a while in karate, yeah. All right, so you were about eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very young, yeah. Yeah, you were about eighteen when you when you when you stopped doing karate. Yeah. And then you moved into kempo at that point. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a nice story. My 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 master in um, 
in karate. He was also interested in, in learning more things. We're doing like uh, uh, shuriken in Shotokan training <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> so he's, he's, he was, was a very open guy, a uh, very open person, uh, which I respect a lot. Uh, and uh, I was with them actually 18 years. So I, I was with them in Shotokan and then with them in Kempo uh, at the same time. Uh, and then uh, he just said, but I want to train Kempo, I want to try Kempo. And we went to try with different uh, people. He kind of got a, a person that he, he engaged with. And uh, we started to train Kempo. And actually, we bring uh, from uh, United States the um, Grandmaster Samkua from Karao Kempo. Right. So we were trying to make a ramification of Karao Kempo in Portugal at, time, at that time. I was still young, uh, early black belt. I was, I was almost. It was a strange thing because um, the responsible in here in, in Portugal said that we, we would, if we wanted to train Caro Campo, we could not train anything else. Oh, uh, it, it was kind of a strange thing. Huh. Uh, but uh, well, I, I was, I was really crazy about the Campo world, and I said, well, uh, the heck with Choto Campo now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you followed the rules. You followed the rules. Yeah. You decided to go yeah. into Campo, and. Uh, one more, well, not one more. I'm gonna have a lot of questions, but <laughs> one of the one of the many questions I have. So you were you were doing Shotokan Karate. You move into Kempo. They say you can only do Kempo, but at this point, like you're kind of living a, a martial arts life. Like, did you have any family members? Was was your, did your dad do martial arts? Is that how you ended up? Uh, no, well, no, no, no. My my dad was very fond of motivating me to the martial arts. But he was not doing martial arts over then the martial arts. He had done some some things in the military, but not very much. So your dad was military? It, it, for a while, it was not a okay. career military. Oh, I was. Career, oh, you were career military. Okay, yeah. okay. We're, we're going to get to that too. Well, yeah. I'm going to make a note of that. Um, so so you did, your dad, um, you know, he did. He was in the military, not career military, but he did some military. Yeah. And he wasn't a martial artist, but he did encourage your martial arts journey. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. why uh, this is going to be, this is probably going to be a little harder for you to answer. Cause the people that get into martial arts later have a very clear distinction in this, but for you, mm. what made you get into martial arts? Like you were a little kid, what yeah. happened? Something all like everyone's origin story. Something happened. It's, or, you know, sometimes one of my guys was the mom, like was sick of seeing him in the house and made him take the classes. <laughs> that was what one of the professors I interviewed said, you know, I got my pretty much forced to, but for yeah. you, for you, what was it? Well, how, how did you end up in your first class? Like, was there, was there an inspirational story? Well, I remember I had some interest about it, you know, um, my, my, my father was always, uh, joking with us. Like, uh, if this happens, you have to do this and defend yourself and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, it, I wasn't born in a tough neighborhood, but I wasn't born either in a very uh, high-class family. So, so it, it, we had this, this, uh, uh, you know, this ways of looking to 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 hard time and looking to to um, uh, something. If something went comes went, if something went wrong we, within our 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 neighborhood or whatever, we had to be able to defend ourselves and stuff. So I, I started to see some movies, of course, like everybody else. And I had a friend that uh, said, I am going to karate, uh, et cetera. So I, yeah, let's go. Let's see what happens. Let's, uh, I'm interested in that. I do. I'm, I'm very active. I, 
I'd like to, to, to test it. So it was a bit like this, you know, like uh, motivation from my father and also from, from some friends that were already enrolled in, in classes. And then I went to see judo classes. I went to see karate classes. And I kind of started both uh, work going on at the same time. So which, which movie was it? Uh, I don't remember. I remember, the, of course, the, the, the Enter the Dragon, but I don't know if it was this movie, you know, but uh, I remember that I saw also that movie so uh, with Bruce Lee. So it was kind of a, a thing back, back in the 90s. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Uh, until the 90s, because right now it's, it's kind of different. But oh, those, those generations, 70, 80, 90s, uh, they are influenced by... I movies also of course <laughs> yeah yeah no and bruce lee is a really big a really big uh he was he was like the first uh social influencer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. You, we talk about we talk about influencers on instagram and stuff but before yeah. instagram it it was bruce lee that he influenced a lot of people back then <laughs> so you um you got started you're doing kaju oh well, we haven't gotten to doing kaju yet no no you're yet. doing kempo you're doing you're doing shotokan yeah and um somewhere in that uh you're doing this because you want to learn it right everybody yeah. always starts off because they want to learn as much as they can at what point did you feel you wanted to teach it well it, it it's kind of I, I already had this um me i think this uh way of trying to help people to do its best without uh going above themselves without uh, putting my my hands over without you know like helping them in some way in, in classes it was also i think i was always like this um not only in, in martial arts but uh, also also in martial arts of course and then one time my my sensei went to um competition in um in the least in the east uh, uh eastern um, no where it was Ukraine or something <laughs> and uh, almost in Russia uh, so we went to a competition there and uh, I was not the oldest at the class but I was already um, a blue belt I think and he said um, I have some guys that may come to help brown belts etc and uh, but you're you're in charge if you if you, if you want to help me uh, I would like to, to, to you to be in charge of the, the, the class so I was about what? 15 or 16 i don't remember properly and he said uh he said that and i just started to help in kids class and also grown-ups class and that uh, i was a kid <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah a, that, kid, that, a kid with 10 years of martial arts experience is yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways uh, I, I i just uh helped a bit there and um that really did something inside me you know that really inspired me to to become an instructor and later on i i was always related to to giving uh, classes or helping to give classes and uh since i could i started my my own my own group and always being able to to go and to learn with my masters i think that's my my main main mentality we have a life lifetime of learning but anyways that was that was uh, mainly uh, the inspiration was mainly that one cool so that you, so you are you kind of got molded into teaching something yeah. that's always kind of there and you decided to stick it to kempo when you were 18 
And I'm guessing yeah. around this time, when did the military career start for you? When I was 20. So uh, I, 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 yeah, two years after. Yeah. Two years after. Okay. So you're doing yeah. Kempo now and they told you, you can, you can only do Kempo. The, some, some association yeah. told, they made you make a decision. So mm -hmm. you're only doing Kempo now. And um, what happens next? Then I started the military. I was two years engaged in the sergeant school uh, in the army. So I had no, no, I had the same time for, for training. So in these two years, I trained when I could at weekends. And, uh, but it was very intense, intense, intensive uh, training at the sergeant school. So this time I was... Wait, maybe uh, 2003, yeah. So I, I was in Karao until 2003. Then the guy responsible had a problem with uh, Sampua, with Grandmaster Sampua, and they they, they just uh, leave the, the organization oh. or uh, something like that. I'm not going to enter in the details. No, that's fine. Uh, I and then I, I was, uh, yeah, and then I was, uh, I was, uh, with, with with that uh, situation, it impacted me directly, of course, because I was to do my first degree in Kado Camp in Kado Campo at the Kado time. Campo. So I had I have done a lot of training in weekends and and stuff. So normally I was going to be a black belt in Kado, but it didn't happen. the The only person that was um, black belt first degree was the responsible uh, for the for the organization that we were in uh, the main responsible i'm gonna i'm not gonna say his name because uh, he's, a, uh, he's a very very known known guy right now okay uh so anyways uh and i don't want to enter this this is not about it yeah that's so, fine. That, that saves me for for editing later i don't want to edit i don't want to edit yeah. <laughs> So, so, so anyways, uh, I, I entered the, the organization. I, we lived the organization. Hey, Leonardo, can you do that? Sorry. It's my son. Sorry. Oh, no, no problem. Uh, oh, yeah, to my listeners, quick disclaimer. Um, I got kids. Hey, has got kids. This is right after Christmas, and our kids are just, I know my, my daughter, like I was mentioning off camera, has got a, like a unsaid after Christmas party going on. So, yeah, if you hear any kids in the background, hey, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna apologize, but you know, just keep it in mind. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, so, I interrupted you. You were saying? So, so I was in, uh, I was uh, Kempo, Kempo, Kempo was was not no more. So the organization person started to do his own kind of Kempo for a while and then he, he got into Cocho Rio Campo but we have a great uh, great person in, in in Portugal that is a, for me one of the pioneers of Campo and in Portugal and he's a very 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 good guy um, and I, I can say his name Pedro Puray he was in the States uh, many times doing seminars and stuff so, and afterwards, uh, so Caro Campo, Cocho uh, Rio Campo. I was, I was with my backpack going around the others. You know, I, I wasn't deciding things. But uh, anyway, afterwards, we were in. Um, we we tried to, we tried to learn with other Campo masters. We had some seminars, 
And then it came along the, I already knew them. I already knew, knew Kaju Campbell. Uh, but uh, Angel Garcia Soldado came to, to Portugal in 2004, trying to implement, uh, trying to implement uh, with us uh, a new school in Portugal. But that didn't work so well. Uh, so actually, we we just um, we just did the Kaju Campbell program, but we weren't official re officially recognized uh, for for with uh, with Senior Grand Master Angel Garcia. So I'm gonna I'm gonna so, I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of try to slow things down. So you were <laughs> so you were <laughs> I'm trying to keep up here. So you <laughs> you you. Ended up finding a, another Kempo school in Portugal. Yeah. And then from there, somewhere along the line, you were approached by a Kaju Kempo. No, we were not approached. Oh, we were not Actually, the responsible for the organization in Portugal. He, he, he was trying to get some representation within Kempo and within Kaju Kempo. Yeah. So okay. we, he was trying back then to, to search some uh, some master to to follow. Okay, so let me say. So so the 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 head of the association of the Kempo Association in Portugal was trying yeah. to find either an American Kempo school to follow or a Kaju Kempo yeah. school to follow. Yeah, yeah, and, and eventually, he, he was already in Carao, uh in two thousand uh, to two thousand two two thousand three. Kaju Kempo, and then wasn't Kaju Kempo? Carao Kempo. Oh, Karao. That was before. That was, yeah. Okay. And that was like, and that's, we're still like, there's still, um, how did, I guess my question, how did, how did either you find Kaju Kembo? Well, um, Angel Garcia Soldado made lots of, uh, of um, work in, in terms of uh, magazines, for example. We have the, the same magazine in Europe, uh, not the same magazine, but uh, the Black Belt magazine, European or international. It's called Voodoo International. It, right. it actually, they, 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 they write in several languages. Uh, so it's, it's fun. Also in Japanese, oh, they, wow. they translate. Yeah. So, so they, they, Angel Garcia Soldado did a lot of work in terms of videos and in terms of, um, of magazines. So I already knew uh, him back in 2000s. Yeah. For for that uh, for that matter. Oh, okay. So you all of uh, you guys heard about Kaju Kembo Yeah. Through through Angel through Angel Garcia. Yeah, that's it. In Black Belt magazine. Yeah. So here, I'm Maybe. gonna see. I'm gonna see here. I'm trying to see if I can find. Yeah, I didn't think I, 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 that would be really hard. But I was trying to see if maybe I can find that 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 cover. But either way, that cover, it, yeah, that, no, I, I can't find it. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> um, at least no, most people listen to this anyway. So, so that's how you heard about Kaju. That's how you, that's how your association out in Portugal heard yeah. about Campbell. You, you saw yeah. a you saw a you saw Angel Garcia on Black. You read about him Black Belt magazine. Yeah, yeah, well, I read it. People had bought some VHS uh, cassettes and stuff, so you have seen it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. And then, then uh, he was invited to come to Portugal in 2004, and he came with some students. Uh, we had a seminar. We had all things going on, but there was some kind of misunderstanding between him and the head of the 
the organization once again. Uh, and uh, after two, three weeks, they uh, he said he wasn't going to continue with us, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, but it, it was like a decision made because of the ways things were going. Well, uh, if I enter in that, <laughs> I will enter oh, no. in polemics also. Oh, no, no, no worries. No worries. What I am going to do, though, is I'm going to, here, I'm going to, just to get my, give my, uh, give my listeners something to see real quick here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to show them this here. So we're talking about Angel Garcia here. Oh, here we are. Here we are yeah. here. And, and here's his, uh, his advanced training DVD set. And I'm guessing yeah. back then it was VHS. So this is the, yeah, this is what you, what you were talking about as far as the techniques and how yeah. you heard about it. Cool. Yeah. So, so that's how, that's how you, cause I'm always wondering like, how did you find Kaja Kimbo? What, so now my question is so you, your group, you found Kaja Kimbo, you found some VHS mm -hmm. tapes, yeah. saw the DVDs, you're already doing Kempo, but what was your impression? What was your impression of Kaja Kembo? Like what for what... me it was mind blowing. <laughs> it was really, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, when when we are coming from karate, even from Kempo or other systems, Kaja Kembo can be a lot like um, like a new thing in terms of the the options we have. Really, so it's a Kempo system. We cannot uh, say otherwise. It's it's mainly striking and stuff. But we had lots of things that were very interesting. And uh, I really liked the way that uh, Angel and Master Garcia uh, just uh, followed the line in terms of work. He was working since the 70s. He, he, he was alone for a period. Then he got back to, to Siju in 84. And Siju just said, come here. You're my direct student. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out and, and give you the the knowledge I have, etc. So he was with Sidious, really with Sidious since 84. And uh, he, he, ha he has done also this work of uh, discovering, um, because he was alone for a period between 78 and 84, I think. He was already adding things, maybe if he didn't want to, but he was already doing things differently with a uh, with, uh, European mentality, etc. So it was it was kind of fun to see that uh, he had already done so much about Kaju Kembo and, and its development, and we had the chance to, to learn with him. So, so for, for me, it was great at the time. It was bad that after a while we had to be separated, but it was great. Anyways. So that's how you ended up being introduced to it. It was through it was originally through Angel Garcia, right? Yeah. That's a, I okay. I'm horrible with titles, and I say this all the time. That's why, like, I yeah, no problem. That's first why I usually just use first names of people because then I'll, I'll no, yeah. Up, like I, I was interviewing my my seafood, who's now a, a, a professor, and I kept calling him seafood during the interview. So I really, like, ah, I'm just gonna call you my. You know my my uh, my grandmaster. <laughs> Senior Grandmaster Roger Garcia, he normally students call him Angel. So it's just. Yeah, it's funny. My name is Angelo, right? So, like, all yeah, my no. students out in Japan, so, they just call me Angelo Sensei. And, and the yeah. funny thing is, I teach English too. So, like, I never yeah. know <laughs> which sensei they're referring to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but so, so you got your group got introduced to Kaju Kembo through Angel Garcia. Um, immediately you really liked uh, mm. you saw the difference in techniques and, and that kind of a thing what yeah. um, so now there's kind of a there's kind of a break off point and um, how did Kaji Kimbo end up coming back into your life how that how that happened so we keep doing Kaji Kimbo self-defense 
basically they, they had the responsibles had the DVDs and they learned a little bit with Angel Garcia at the time. So in terms of self-defense, uh, we are doing Kaju Kembo of, of, of D'Angelo Garcia's uh, work. So, and uh, for a while that was a bit disrupting because the person responsible was doing Karo Kempo, Kata, Kaju Kempo in self-defense and uh, uh, different Wushu things. So it was kind of, yeah, a bit, a bit of a, too much of a mix for me, maybe. <laughs> so um, for different reasons, I, I didn't continue with this, this group. I was already a grown-up man. I was already a staff sergeant at the army. So I had different views of the world and the things. So I, I just, for, for different reasons, I, I break up with them and I try, try to contact uh, Angel Garcia. So I just sent him, uh, sent him an email and uh, yeah, I don't know if you remember me, Grandmaster, I'm sorry to talk with you like this, but uh, I just wanted to be a student of Kaju Kembo, a real Kaju Kembo route that I can uh, work with and yeah, develop, etc. And he said, yeah, okay, no problem. Come, come when, when, you, when you want. Uh, the doors are open. I'm doing a seminar here, here, here. And when you come, you'll be welcome, welcome and we'll talk about it. So at that time, I was, I was already a fifth degree in, in Kempo, the Kempo that the person uh, responsible had done. So I wasn't very hap happy about this, this fifth degree. I was very young. And uh, I was very, even if I technically, I think I was not bad, but, <laughs> but I, I was not happy with my grading ranking system that they were putting on very fast uh, grading and stuff. So one of the reasons was that. And then the, the main reason was to search for, for a, a really good uh, source of knowledge in Kaju Kimball. I was I was really happy to to be um, welcomed in in, in Kaju Kimbo by Senior Master Angel Garcia, and uh, well, that's 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 the story. Afterwards, I just keep training, keep going to his seminars, invite him to Portugal. He came, uh, he passed some vacations with me. We I tried as much as I can to to be with him and to learn with him, and yeah, and also to learn with others in other styles. I'm not close in. And I have the right to <laughs> to practice other things. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the case in uh, back then in, in Kempo starting history. My my start uh, in, in Kempo, but uh, so the, the, that's it basically. I, I keep training as much as I can. Well, that, that's that's insane. Like you're the first person that. No, uh, no, you're not the first. The first person that I interviewed was uh, the guy who does Totem Kaju Kempo in Spain. Yeah, and, and he was telling me a, a, a very similar story about it's so we're really spoiled. Okay, I was born in Southern California, so mm -hmm. I wasn't looking for Kaju Kembo. Uh, yeah, Ka Kaju Kembo found me, but I wasn't looking yeah. for Kaju Kembo. And so when I got into it, it had nothing to do with lineages or martial arts mm -hmm. or anything. I just wanted to fight, and that's you it. Wanted to train, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to fight. Specifically, mm -hmm. I wanted to fight. <laughs> yeah, not, not even train. In fact, yeah. I think I told that to my instructor. I said, "Can I just come in during fight nights? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to train. <laughs> I got my own training program. I just want to fight." But um, yeah. uh, and a lot of the guys that I that I that in my circles were like that. Um, MMA mm -hmm. fighters, kickboxers, and stuff. So like. It was, it's interesting because then the, all the people that I met that I, through the show, people I've met in California, they were all 
Kaji Kembo people that just had a school, right? They just say, hey, you got do Kaji Kembo and go to, you know, some of a lot of the people had a dojo, but not you. Like you had to, you and the, and the guy from, from Spain, like you're traveling, going to seminars, trying to find, yeah. find yeah. like finding Kaji Kembo. Yeah, you, yeah. You had to find it, right? You, yeah, because I already had, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to do, put the effort in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're because I already spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> so it was it was kind of it, it's it was hard, you know. Uh, I remember one time I I was going to a seminar and normally I would have to come back uh, in a in a bus, and uh, it was in like a, I don't know how much kilometer, but about eight to ten hours or or more. Uh, bus time so i was coming back normally i would i would be at at time at at the at the second birthday of, of my son but actually i was really uh, like one minute behind schedule <laughs> it was enough but it was hard for me also to to have sacrifice those uh, those times to yeah and i had to sacrifice a lot and uh, uh, I remember I, I lost my wallet in, in Spain uh, in the car at that uh, Grandmaster University was with his student. So <laughs> I kind of had to phone him and tell him, uh, Grandmaster, sorry, where are you? I have to, <laughs> I have to re recover my, my wallet and stuff. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> so we had to, we had to encounter somewhere in, in Southern Spain. Uh, yeah, to, to, to be able to, then I, I got the bus a little later, other, uh, another bus, and uh, yeah, I got a bit late for my birthday, uh, for my son's birthday. So yeah, it's, oh, wow. it's it was a bit like this. <laughs> wow. So you had so no, again, like you said that when um when you ended up, so when did when you ended up coming into Kajikembo, did they honor your fifth degree, or did you have to start at a different rank, or you just kind of no, again, no, I, big I, disclaimer I anyway. Big business, so, like, I don't care about ranks. Uh, I'm not, yeah, big, yeah, but I'll yeah, me neither. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, uh, so how'd that work out for you? Like, what, what happened? Well, I, I firstly, the first thing I said to Angel, Gar Angel Garcia was, uh, I want to train with you, I want to learn, or with some students that you let me learn. And he said, Yeah, come on, learn, you can learn directly with me. Uh, let's see what happens, come to seminars, etc. And then, uh, the first seminar I said, I was there with uh, with my belt. It was the only belt I had at the time. It was a black belt with uh, uh, red stripes, like fifth degree in Kajukembo. Uh, and uh, you said, you know, that, that's a fifth degree in Kajukembo. He said, yes, yes, I, I know Grandmaster, but I, I really don't care. I, I want to start playing uh, like, you know, like... Uh, from the beginning, I went to learn the, the, the program and stuff, so for me, it's not a problem. And he said, yeah, of course, uh, that's actually the way we work, so people are not being cross-ranked directly. So maybe if I was in a different school of someone who was a student, it's kind of a different thing, of course, but uh, it wasn't the case, so I started, even if I knew the old um, um, self-defense program of Kaju Kimball already, I wasn't there in terms of concepts, I wasn't there in terms of distance, stuff like that, ways of, of making uh, the technique. So I started with plain black belt uh, and I started from there. And then uh, when Angel Garcia thought uh, that he should 
passed me to the next rank, he, he had done it. He, he done it. So I wasn't hearing any. I wasn't demanding no exams or no any any kinds of evaluation. He just said, "Yeah, you're you're good to go. I'm gonna give you the first degree, second degree," and this was. Like this, actually, I think I was very fast, <laughs> anyways, uh, in terms of timing. But uh, it was it was strange in in a way. So when I received my fifth degree, um, Grandmaster, it was in Portugal. In Grandmaster, I had organized a seminar, and Grandmaster Angel Garcia said, um, "You make the graduation uh, formally, normally, like uh, traditional, uh, in front of everybody, etc." And I was kind of uh, impacted for with that, and I said at the end, I said, uh, you know, Grandmaster, I think I'm, I don't deserve it. Uh, I don't know if I'm too young, etc. And he, he get his belt off. We are just two, the two talking. He, he got his belt off. He gave it to me. And he said, you want you want my place? <laughs> you wanna, you wanna. So you know, so, sometimes he said the same thing. My my old masters did the same thing to me. He said I was ready. So if you think you are, uh, if you think you are, um, uh, how how do you say this? If you think you are not deserving, maybe you should be in my place. <laughs> so I was immediately I was I was shocked, and I said, Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of course, if you, if you think it's 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 okay, it's okay for me also. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, I was promoted in 2014. 14, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. So when you um <clears throat> you had to work your way back into the ranks. Yeah. Uh you had to do Kaju Kembo sparring. You've been doing Kempo sparring this whole time, Kempo stuff. You came to Kaju Kembo, you had to do Kaju Kembo sparring. What was that like? Yeah, it's it's different in a way that we can actually in, in Angel Garcia's schools. Uh, sparring is, is like a part of the self-defense evolution in terms of, you know, you work your techniques and then you, you go along and you can spar as you like <laughs> in terms of, uh, of uh, answers for, for the problems. Uh, I was doing mainly point fighting, you know, so in, in, in karate, I was doing point fighting. I had, I had done some, some uh, national competitions and stuff, so I wasn't that bad. Uh, and then in Kempo, it was the same kind of, of point fighting also. And in Kaju Kempo, suddenly the guy come along and they get in the a very close distance and they can uh, do a, a judo throw or they can grab you. So it's it's kind of a different way. But Angel Garcia's um, schools are not very into competition, very much into competition. So there's not that, uh, uh, how do I say, that uh, special... Um, need to, to 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 work it like competition wise you know you just go along you just spar spar as you like and you develop yourself if you want to compete if your school is for for that you just organize yourself you compete whenever and whatever you want and whatever rules you want so it's it's, it's kind of cool and so what would you say to someone um i always ask this question what did you notice as far as the what was the biggest difference for you from from let's say Kempo in the rule sets of point sparring and then going into Kaju Kempo where now you're pretty much allowed to do whatever you want. Like how, mm -hmm. what were, what were some of the things that you noticed right off the bat? 
in terms of real life applications, you can you can spar in Kaju Cambo and then you can use it for real life application, for example. Uh, and uh, point fighting, it's good for dynamics. It's good for for being very explosive, of course. But when you're in a situation, a complicated situation, you're not allowed to do some things in your training. When you get back into a complicated situation, you you will have you will be in trouble probably. So that was one of the things that I noticed right away. Uh, another thing uh, was the well, the, the the capability of working the different distances is very very. It's it's great for your core for your development as a as a martial artist. So the main features I think it's it's the. The ability to do things that will work uh, outside of the tatami, and uh, be in situations in pressure situations, and uh, also the the ability to use your your how do I say use your training like self defense uh, sets uh, you know A B C etc. to try to use it in in uh, in MMA kind of uh, uh, sparring competition. So one thing I want I want to try one day is to go to a friend's MMA gym and try to put some blocks in their arms to see how it works in, in the middle of a, a rumble. So maybe you have that experience. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fun, man. If you ever have a chance, if you haven't already, and any Kaju Kembo pr practitioners listening, um, I've gone as far as to, as to doing cage fighting and um, mm -hmm. and I've done MMA, but uh, what I really enjoyed more than uh, yeah more than competition i never i've never i've competed but i've never liked the competition environment i, I just don't mm -hmm. like yeah being pressured to hurt someone for someone else's entertainment i did exactly i didn't like it um but i did love visiting mma gyms because yeah. for me i discovered that these people are just like us mm -hmm. very very similar and I think yeah. we're more similar than we are different. And that's why yeah. that's what I found out visiting an major. So yeah, if you haven't done it, visit an MMA. Yeah. You'd be so yeah, uh, sure. I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. What, what you'll yeah, find. I'm going to try to do it in this YouTube environment also, if, if I have the chance. So maybe we can see that experience also. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot yeah. of fun. It'll really, it's a good time. You're going to meet some new people. So <laughs> you, you ended up, making your way in you you got your, you went through your black belt did you have to did you have to do the the black belt test or was your the first ones or? yeah the the first ones yes the i just showed my work uh, in front of, of my master but as he said many times it's it's not the the day of the exam that you are ready it's your work uh, overall so afterwards he just uh, looked at my looked at my uh, work and you see it surprised me with a, a promotion i wasn't expecting and here he comes and he promotes me to the next level i think he just did it gradually uh, but um, in a way in a sense uh, maybe he thinks i'm i'm not as bad as a as a practitioner to have uh, that kind of level so he just surprised me at the uh, two, three times uh, like that. So it wasn't really, after the second degree, it wasn't really exam-like uh, thing. He, he just, uh, yeah, he thought I was ready and he promoted me. 
Yeah, that, that, I mean, again, every for my listeners and for anybody who follows this, not Kajukembo, every Kajukembo school has a different criteria and a different way yeah. of testing people. So um, there is no standard way. I always say, like, my Kajukembo is going to be different from Renato's Kajukembo. Renato's Kajukembo is going to be different from John Hojlu, who's also been on the show. We all have, we're all connected in the idea that we do Kajukembo. But yeah. our expression of that, we're given the freedom to express that however we want. So that's, yeah. that's what I've always loved about it. So now you have your fifth degree, not even before fifth degree. I mean, technically in Kajikembo, first degree, right? First degree, you're already, yeah. you're already. Yeah, I already started schools right? at first degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so already how, had schools from Kempo. So I just make the transition. Oh, so how was that, man? So, you ha- so you're running Kempo schools. You're hiding. You're. Maybe you're already sneaking it in, but like, <laughs> but you can't officially start moving it. How was that transition like going into your students? And, okay, white geese come off, black geese go on. Like, well, how did you, yeah, how did that, you that, that was before. That was before because uh, Kempo was already in black gee. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that saved that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was easy for me. So. I already was in, in a personal life uh, changing phase. So I just, uh, I, I ended my, my military sergeant school course at, uh, in 2005. And then I was already enrolled in camp. I was already black belt. And I, read, I was already making some uh, work in some schools. Uh, in 2006, I went to, to, to uh, South America to, to give seminars, for example. I had 17 days, Buenos Aires, and uh, also Bolivia, and Sucre in Bolivia. So I was already enrolled in this kind of, you know, international wise, and also the, the, the ways that uh, people are uh, trying to improve themselves by changing for different styles or, you know, options in life. I don't know. Uh, so I was kind of used to see people changing in you know, kind of. So in a positive way, of course. So this was just like that for me. I just said, come on. For me, it's more important right now to learn Kaju Kempo from this source. It's very important for 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 develop myself. I already do self-defense of Kaju Kempo, but I really don't understand how it works really because I don't have the source to learn directly. Uh, so let's just uh, just let let's just do it and see what happens and i just arrived one day and said uh, well i made this decision i hope it not impacts you directly i hope you're not <laughs> mad about it but i've i've done this decision for me uh, and for my development in martial arts and hopefully this will help you also to develop yourself so if you want come along if you don't friends so no problem so it was kind of this uh, mentality that I had back then uh, that helped me do the, the, the change. And already help, because I was uh, ending my, my military course, I had to change, of, I had to change the, the place where I was living in. I had to change lots of things. So that was kind of easy also for, for that man. All right. So your students, how they take it, you know, switching from Kempo yeah. to Kempo? Actually, in 2007, uh, I, I started to talk with the Grandmaster Angel in 2008. I started training in 2000, end of 2008, 2009. And then um, 
Yeah. So basically, uh, I started new schools in, in 2010 of Kaju Kembo. Uh, and I had some students that came along, but not a big chunk of students. They, because I, I was changing because of the military, so I had not uh, very big schools back then. So I just, uh, I had some students that were easily moving for Kaju Kembo, or they, they just uh, do other things, you know, students, uh, they start with us, but uh, we keep doing things we do and they change. So <laughs> it's kind of normal that uh, people, if they didn't like it or whatever, they changed. But mainly I had two, three, two or three students that were with me uh, back then. Uh, mainly one that came from Kempo and the other ones, they were just new. Yeah. And two or three students that already did, did Kempo, but mainly one that that was with me really, really hard, uh, really hard training. So, yeah, I remember it was not an issue to 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 make this change because I was already enrolled in uh, in, in the military, moved a lot and stuff. So I had I had big schools. I had just some students in Lisbon, a and uh, two continued, and one keeps going. <laughs> So. so okay cool so you were already kind of in a transitional period so it wasn't yeah. too it wasn't it wasn't like you had a a bunch of kempo like a, a large kempo school where you had to be like hey guess what y'all we're, we're doing kaju kempo now <laughs> so yeah you, yeah that, it was like it, that no, it, no. Made it, it made it a lot simpler for you so you, you're starting to teach kaju kempo you start opening your schools um and you're beginning your 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 kaju kempo program where, where were you at this point uh lisbon Lisbon, Portugal, Portugal. Okay. So you were at Lisbon, Portugal. You start doing, you start opening your Kaju Kembo schools. And um, how does that transition work? How did that, how did, how did the schools, how did, how did people, how did you, and here's a question. How did you explain to people what Kaju Kembo was as they walked into the door? Uh, it, it was kind of, um, it was, it was kind of mixed with my military career because I was doing, I, I already had a, a nice background in martial arts and even if i wasn't in the military police i had some contact contacts in the military police so uh, i started um, a kaju kembo school with many military people uh so when i showed them that it was like a original mixed martial arts in terms of thinking people were interested and uh when they see kempo striking and all these kinds of work and sometimes the throw, etc. They were excited, so it, it was it wasn't hard. It was like Kaju what at the beginning, you know, <laughs> of course. Uh, but uh, over the then the, the Kaju what part, uh, it was kind of easy to 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 see uh, and to to see the, the the concept behind it. So it, it, it was fine. It was it was re really appreciated for in the beginning. So I started with with some military friends. And then I was invited to the military police uh, to give uh, uh, the personal protection course. It's a VIP protection course that is like a small team of people that are, uh, if needed, they, they intervene with uh, high rank uh, militaries or other country uh, personal VIP uh, politi politicians and stuff. So I was, I was doing that um, and I was already enrolled in Kaju Kembo. So it was kind of a very nice mix to 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 develop, 
to have uh, students from the military and of course the civilians I just started to do some publicity and stuff and some civilians came along also and at one time we had we started with two three students and we had about 20 very rapidly so yeah it was it was cool it was very very nice indeed and now how many schools are is it still that one school obviously we so, we're in france now so how, how do you end up getting to france how did everything else yeah work? so i have i have uh, one school in lisbon uh, that's the first school i started with but it's not in the same location but mainly the same people uh, some that keep keep on going uh, and i have uh, two brown belts there and one black belt that has a uh, a difficult career and cannot be uh, all the time at training so there's that that school there i had at one time i had four schools in lisbon i did three schools myself and one school with my other black belt uh so uh, yeah but now in Re lisbon region we have one school because i already changed because i had a, uh, another very big change in my life in 2014 so we're trying to make our second son or daughter, and uh, I had triplets. So <laughs> that was like Kaju Kembo in your face, you know, <laughs> like a very big hammer fist to die. Like, three strikes, way. three strikes. Yeah. So it's it's great. It's obviously it was a blessing, but it was also very hard and, and, and personal level. So I changed my location from Lisbon. I left some students there. Uh, and I come to to the interior to a very big military base uh, where I had some more conditions, a very a lower uh, budget for for life um, itself. It, it's not a, the capital city, you know. It's it's uh, normal. So I made that decision. I changed to to that military base. Uh, it's the mechanized brigade. It's a very big brigade, a very big base. Uh, and then uh, afterwards, um, I left the students in yeah in Lisbon, uh, but I was going there one time a week, even with the triplets. Uh, it's about a hundred kilo, hundred kilometers, something like that, like uh, one hour, one hour driving. I didn't have the, the miles in in my head, so sorry. It's okay, I, I'm but, in Japan. I'm bad with miles now. I used to be better. Yeah. I think yeah. yeah. The for people to understand is an hour drive and <laughs> yeah an hour drive yeah that's it so uh, i made that one, one hour one hour it's 30 yeah probably <laughs> but anyways i did that one time a week sometimes two times a week i went to to lisbon to give uh, some classes uh sometimes i i i i gave my time also and i was with the triplets in the car and all people came along and it, it, it was kind of a hard time but uh i keep doing this for, for a while until I, I feel that the, the school is, 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 can, can go uh, without me, uh, and like regular, regular, regularly. <laughs> so, <clears throat> sorry. So in 2015, I keep doing this. And then uh, I, I already have opened a school also in the military base nearby. Uh, yeah, basically it was that. How do I come to France though? So I have triplets, I have another bigger and I said, yeah, I'm going to try to do something outside of the military. I already had a job opportunity in here. 
So let's see what happens. Let's let's make uh, life a little different. And for personal reasons, I moved to France and I started my school here also. But before that, I already had a school in, in Brazil of a friend that came by every year. Uh, and uh, also in Argentina. Yeah. And afterwards, I came to France. So now I have schools in France, Portugal, Brazil, Argentina, and now in Northern Ireland. So, yeah. So I'm starting to share my passion all over if I can. That's awesome. That's, 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 that's really cool. So yeah. you, have, you have your school, you have your schools around the world, essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, and you started your new opportunity in France, and that and now, and now you're there. You're doing your thing. That's really great, man. Congratulations yeah, on yeah. on your school blowing up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, on a lot of success. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, we're almost up with our hour, so mm -hmm. and there's no hour limit or anything. But we're almost getting to the end of the interview. Mm -hmm. One thing I love to ask all of my guests, all the mm -hmm. instructors, is. If there's someone listening to this that's never done martial arts, but they want to do it, um, what would you recommend as far as things to look for in a place to train or well, an instructor? Firstly, I think the priority is to train something. So if they want to train something, train something that it's accessible to them in terms of of um, practicality, you know, but if they're not uh, very fond of judo or whatever, if, and if they are learning, they are trying to learn some striking or something, they should be able to test anyway, so they can find, yeah, the, the thing that goes with them. I think over than styles, over than all of that, it's our relationship with the art and our interpretation of it. That that's really important. So for me, it's not uh, it's not a question of uh, what to do, but do it <laughs> if you if you like it, and then uh, pass to the, the other level that is uh, choosing your your path within your options available and with your with the things you love to do. If you like striking, just do Muay Thai or do whatever. If you like a more open self-defense discipline, do catch a cambo. <laughs> and if you have the, the, the chance to do it, of course. Uh, sorry, I have my triples here. What do you want? <laughs> so basically, uh, just, just do whatever it suits you and um, be open-minded. Try things. And of course, there's a very important thing. People sometimes Instructors even think that people are going to a martial arts because it's martial art because of the martial art itself. And uh, many of those times, it's not the martial arts, it's the instructor and the relationship they have with their instructor. Uh, because, because people in the beginning, they, they start from that. Of course, then they will see, ah, I want to try this, I want to try that. So I want to try this martial art or that. But at the beginning, it's kind of a human relation thing, you know? So for me, it's go for it. Just uh, think whatever is practical for you and go for it. And then you will discover yourself within the martial arts. And then at the end, you'll find casual people. <laughs> That's awesome. Is there anything you want to promote before you go? Uh, I know I mentioned your YouTube channel, but is there yeah. anything as far as your schools or projects? Well, basically now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to 
to implement here in France. I, I have two two clubs here in France. Uh, one I do karate in Kajukembo, the other I do Kajukembo. I have a very big big school in uh, in the Karate Kajukembo school, about uh, eighty to one hundred people. And then, uh, so I, I'm I'm starting to implement the Kajukembo schools in the region also. So that's my my main focus right now, and of course keep the the the, the link between me and the students uh, outside of of, of my uh, direct zone of, of impact, if I may say. So my students in Brazil, etc., Portugal, Argentina, and all, I keep track track of them by the bias by the use of internet. It's 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 great to be able to to do it. And in terms of promotion, well, I've um, I don't have anything to promote uh, in the uh, in special. Just uh, well, the Debris Karate channel is it's important to me because it's my view uh, within martial arts and my view within the Hawaiian uh, impacts of, of martial arts. So I think Hawaii is a great uh, thing that happened in history of martial arts. So I'm trying to study that a little more to understand more of the relationships and to learn more about it. It's just like a, a passion I have. And then I will share some techniques. I will share some techniques in the optics of karate and the optics of kajukembo to see what happens. That's the, the main objective. All right. So again, make sure to subscribe to Hybrid Karate. If people want to train with you at any of your schools, is there a website they should be going to? Yeah, uh, for now we're in Kaju Campbell, uh, uh, worldkajukembo.com, and you can see all the schools that are in Angel Garcia's uh, 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 schools, I mean. And then you have all the different schools uh, of myself also. And then it's, it's kind of a, if you are, if you are willing to, to train and if you are outside of one of those schools, search for another Kaju Kembo uh lineage if you have one in your uh, in your uh, where you are and if not if you really want to learn uh, Kajo Campbell Garcia's method you can contact me or contact Angel, Master Angel Garcia and try to to get that going for me it was also like that so I think it's not a problem if people want to really learn they they can do it if I can make 10 hours of bus uh, many times a year and if Angel Garcia could go from Spain to Hawaii many times and to San Diego, etc., we can do it uh, in, in a couple of kilometers. It's not or miles. It's not a, a problem really. So that's worldkajukembo.com. Dot com, yeah. All right. So for my podcast listeners, that's www.worldkajukembo.com. All right. Well, Sifonato, thank you very much for coming out on the show. And thank um, you for having me. For my listeners, stay tuned for the wrap-up. And that's a wrap. Thank you very much for checking out Social Jello with Angelo. Again, if you want to contribute to the show, just hit subscribe on YouTube, and it's much appreciated. Train your mind, body, and spirit every day, and I'll catch you all later. Peace.